0: That lets you save the here. Okay. True form life. If you're outside working out, if you're outside enjoying the weather, whatever that looks like, running, boating, gardening, consider what's happening long term because we all have to deal with that, hopefully, as we get older. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea good morning everyone excited to be back out here and today we're going to be talking about the dangers of sunburns (laughs) and what you can do to prevent because i feel like it's something we don't really think about until it's too late so that's what we have going on today. When it comes to our health, there's four main pillars of our health that everyone's going to deal with at some point in their lives. And I should know them precisely, but I don't. <laughs> I don't pay attention to that too much. I'm just conscious of what's going on in our in our bodies and in our, in our health. But it's, diabetes is one of them. Dementia is one of them. Heart disease is one of them. And I know there's another one. But at, at any rate, we all deal with those at some rate. And it'd be really a good idea to look at our health history, like those in, in our family, what they've dealt with. Because unfortunately, and I'm not one of those people that think that say, Oh, well, my family's had this type of disease or this type of issues. I'm going to get it. That's just how it is. I don't believe in that. I think we can prevent and we can change our destiny. (laughs) I think we can prevent and make changes in our life, but. Someone, a good friend of mine, just said something about diagnose. It's foolish to diagnose. It's foolish to treat without diagnosis. So I think it's very worth knowing your health history and then working towards prevention, however that looks like for you. At any rate, um, I'm you know, honestly, I'm obsessed with the mind and the brain and brain function. And that's not something that we like specialize in. I don't really like, like we don't like, teach that or sell those types of products right now. But um, I I think the brain is so important, like the mind. I'm obsessed about how the mind works. I've always been. When I went into, when I was in college, one of my first courses I picked was criminal justice, but it was the psychological end of it. So I actually took psychology and criminal justice. That's what I majored in. And it was so interesting to me how the criminal mind works. Like the frontal, you'll have to excuse my um, memory, (laughs) but I believe it was the frontal lobe. And maybe that's the hippocampus. The hippocampus, I think, is actually something to do with exercise But it was the those the criminals actually have a bigger frontal lobe, and I'm not like saying that that's an excuse for the their actions. But that when they did studies on criminals' brains, especially those those like really bad types of criminals, not like someone who steals a candy bar, (laughs) like people that like mass murders or uh, like psychopaths, they had a bigger frontal lobe, which I think is really interesting. At any rate, what I'm saying is is that like I'm I'm so really interested in in the mind and how it works, and the brain and how to keep keep mental clarity. And one of the things that w- that's one of the reasons why magnesium it really is really interesting to me more particular to magnesium three, threonate because it's the only magnesium that can break the blood brain barrier and actually get to your brain and offer those mental clarity help with mood you know mood anxiety depression those things that happen in the brain chemically and then mct oil is another one that one is specifically for your brain brain function and you know those of you that um those of you that might that still that drink like might drink a couple extra glasses of wine it's a summertime Maybe we we're drinking a, uh, more alcoholic beverages, beers, whatever it is. The next morning, we have brain fog, and the alcohol actually kills our brain cells, which is one of the reasons we kind of removed ourselves. And, and don't get me wrong, we still every once in a while we have a late night and have too many drinks, like everyone else. It's very rare, but even and so mostly it's the odd. Or whatever, like maybe every couple, maybe once every couple of weeks. I, I don't know. It's not very often, but one of the reasons was because I think we've all dealt with that brain fog, and I, I felt like that was really detrimental to our health. When you when you drink, you get brain fog, and you kill brain cells, and that's very concerning to me. <laughs> because as we get older, like I feel like age catches up with all of us. Like that's just the way it is. And and again, I'm not one of those people that is like, oh, I'm getting older. I should just expect health ailments to bombard my life. I'm not that type of person. I feel like we can continue to get better and younger and stronger and more and rejuvenate ourselves, younger cells and better cells. And um So I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, it's just age. I'm getting older. I don't accept that. But there'll come a time as we get older. Like I think most of us deal with osteoporosis at some point in time. It's the weakening of our bones. It's the our bones get smaller and worn out. There's things that we can do our our ligaments and joints as we age. But I I also think that we forget about our brain and our brain function. And I want to like as I get older, I want to keep having a like continue to have brain function and and mental clarity and motivation and memory, cognitive function. Function, like uh, coordination like that stuff happens in your brain and I really feel like we forget about that when it comes to health and it's at least to me it's super important so let me tell you about my the tea when it comes to green teas or even fermented teas people usually ferment them too long Most people grab like a lower quality, like cheap Lipton type of tea, drop it in and like, I don't really like tea, which is perfectly fine. If you don't get a really nice tea, you're probably not going to like it. Um, So when it comes to green tea, you have to ferment it for three minutes. So the first time I run it, I usually run these around twice. I'll have two cups in in a day or one most times one cup in the morning. And that's it. So that's three minutes. But then I'll reuse this. Like I'll leave this in the cupboard. <laughs> Drive Dorothy crazy. But then I'll use it again the next day, and I'll uh, and I'll steep it for four minutes. So, but if you leave it in too long, it gets bitter. And then if you don't drink this, like if I forget about this and drink it in the afternoon, it'll taste a bit bitter. So there's some tea hacks for you. I actually did a whole show about tea. If you guys are interested in checking that out, I'm going to get into sunscreen and protecting yourself. Um, So so when it comes to sunscreen, I think it's important to understand, like, there's different types and different qualities of of sunscreen. So, you know, what's crazy to me is that I don't know, like, I don't really understand the mindset behind when you're like when you get burnt. Like when we get a hot day in Alberta in like everyone's newsfeed has people like pictures of them being burnt which is fine. Of course, we can post whatever we want. I just don't understand. I don't understand it. Like, I'm not sure what we're saying. I think people are are excited they got some sunshine, especially in Alberta. Like, we don't get too many hot days so i think people like hey i got outside i got some sun but i see all like these burnt shoulders and burnt legs and i'm like "Ah," like i was like that's not just short-term effects on your health that's long-term and i was reading this study and it said that the more i mean of course we know like we know those we know those people that have been in the sun their whole life and their their skin looks leathery Like I don't think there's another way to put it, and I don't mean that to be um, to put anyone down. I'm just saying like that's a fact. That's what it looks like. If you have too much, if you have a little bit too much sun most of your life, like your your skin is like it loses that collagen. It's 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 loose and you know it's not. I don't think it's super healthy. Like of course we know vitamin D comes from the sun. You know where vitamin D3 comes from? It comes from uh, at least. You know, from the research that I, it's, it's hard, it's even hard to, it's hard to um, relay because it doesn't seem real. But when I was doing research about round vitamin D, the D there's D2 and D2 is plant-based and D3 is animal-based and it comes from the wool of sheep. Is that, is that interesting? So they, they have to process it and they have to add to it. And I don't know exactly the chemical reaction of how to get D3, but it's interesting. <laughs> It's almost a bit troubling, like, because I always want to know where, like, what the source is. Because we know that from the sun you get vitamin D. Do we get enough? It depends how much sun exposure you get. But I just thought that was interesting. And then, of course, it's a bit controversial because we, like, we're getting into more vitamins and supplements, and vitamin D is obviously one of them that we're looking into. <clears throat> There's vitamin D2, and it's and it's plant based, and it's it's a newer type of thing. Most people know D3, and most people don't know either. Or to be honest with you, they just say like when you ask people what supplements they take. They just list the generic ones because they don't know that there's different qualities. There's a reason that they're different prices because they cost more to make the better quality ones. The sources. The source always interests me. Like where is it coming from? So we know that going outside and getting sun exposure, you can you get more vitamin D that way. I don't know specifically if you can get enough vitamin D from just sun exposure alone. I would venture to say you could depending on where you live. Even in Canada like you know, like we know that certain places have more sunshine. I think Alberta has some as the most sunshine in in Canada. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. So, so, but so even if it's cold out, you can still get vitamin D. It's just that when it's cold out, we spend less time inside. This conversation isn't really about vitamin D. It's about the sunshine. (laughs) So, but what I'm saying is, is that if you have too much sun exposure, like you can tell when people have too much sun exposure over their lifetime, they're their elasticity and their collagen is basically warped and worn out so there's not much there so I'm paying attention to but same thing with like if you're smoking like if you're a smoker that's the same thing that happens if you're a heavy drinker same thing it's not much different i'm just talking about the dangers of of too much sun like actually sunburn like the more you burn your skin the more susceptible you are to skin cancer that's it like that's all there is to it and I feel like in most cases we don't consider the dangers of like the dangers in the future. You know what's you know what's funny is like pharmaceuticals they kinda scare me, to be honest with you. They don't scare me, but they concern me. And what, like when we're over prescribed pharmaceuticals there's going there's going to be negative effects without question and like we know that like we know research shows that if you're taking pharmaceuticals there's going to be so in most cases and there's some kind of staggering like 80% of the population is on pharmaceuticals and then more than that if you're on one the if you're on one pharmaceutical the percentage goes up that you're on two so most of the population is on two, two, three, four pharmaceuticals and 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 in most cases, you're taking the third or fourth one for the side effects of the first and second one. And it like, it's just, it's so concerning to me to know that. And it's, it's it may sound funny, but even I don't really like to take Tylenol or Advil because I feel like anytime, like anytime you have instant results. So we all like have a headache. Like I, I, I pop those pills once in a while too. I really prefer not to, but we know how, what it's like to have like a mind numbing headache that ruins your day. So I'll take some of the pills and I'm like, my gosh, <coughs> excuse me. So I think to myself, what is this doing to me long-term? Like, and the, the stronger the pharmaceutical is, the, um, the, the stronger the pharmaceutical is, the more side effects that we can expect. I just think it's so scary right now with so many people being medicated in different ways and not considering long-term that's one of the reasons I really like our activated charcoal honestly I take it every day and I take it and then they take it if I if I were to take and this is I'm not a doctor so don't take my like don't go and do this and say Drew told me to do this you should check with your doctor but if I was on a pharmaceutical or if I ever take an Advil I take a charcoal with it because that the the charcoal absorbs the toxins and there are toxins in pharmaceuticals there's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it there are chemicals that make the pharmaceuticals that we don't like our body shouldn't necessarily have but they need to add that they need to add all of them together (laughs) that's just my perspective and i know like it's a whole huge controversial subject but but i just think it's it's very concerning to know how much, how much pharmaceutical is going on around, especially right now, the side effects that are coming from even. So I remember I had a toothache not too long ago and they gave me some kind of pharmaceutical that was like, I had to go get a prescription for it. <clears throat> and they're like, you probably shouldn't take this during the day. Cause it might make your mind a little, like a little off. And then they're like, <laughs> and what did they say? They said it might make you sleepy or drowsy. And then what else did they say? It was like a Tylenol three, but there's a different name brand for it so anyways i didn't i didn't take it like i I was like i'm not and i know everyone's at different pain levels and if, like sometimes you're in so much pain people like i'll take anything which is fine i'm not judging i'm just saying like you have like a a super strong pharmaceutical and there's side effects to it so i went and looked it up and most of that is digestive issues so a lot of people that are on pharmaceuticals deal with digestion issues but that if you look clearly like i would research every single ingredient in a pharmaceutical that was given to me and in most cases that they're they would say digestive issues so that's why a large part of our population deals with digestive issues because many are on pharmaceuticals but for me i was like i don't want to put something in my body that's going to make me sleepy it's going to make me drowsy i just talked about how important brain health was to me so i was like you know what i'm gonna th- I actually took so i took advil instead and i was like because it's not so strong and because it's more mainstream it's not so like oh uh, could you get addicted to it could it cause like it's not going to make me drowsy or cause other side effects but that's just my opinion that's just what i'm saying there it's just it's just concerning to me that's all i think it's worth bringing up because i feel like a lot of people just take what their doctor says like okay like you want me to take that i'll take that like no questions asked i would ask what are the side effects what are our alternatives what are alternatives slash what are the other things i could take what happens if i don't take it what happens if you don't finish your prescription like so many questions you could ask but i feel like in most cases we just show up and we're like awesome whatever you got i'll take give it to me (laughs) And that's one of the things I don't really like about the natural supplement industry. Like you could look at turmeric. We just posted the video on Instagram, I think or TikTok on, on turmeric. And it was like, if you look up the benefits of turmeric, it's like 400 different things. And you are like, come on. <laughs> like I'm a natural guy myself. And it's like, you're probably not going to see 25 different benefits from a, you know, from something. And same thing with tea. Like there's probably some, like I really believe that there's strong properties that are beneficial to tea, for example, or of course the natural supplements, because we're in, the natural supplement industry We've seen the results ourselves but they list so many different it's like i don't know they should probably specialize in three or four to make it a bit more a bit more realistic especially for the non-believers especially for those that don't believe that the tea that they've been using for thousands of years to heal people and cure people aren't going to do anything right <laughs> so i would focus on there's, there's there, really, there really is tons and tons of benefits of tea i think that i don't know i i was i was studying tea quite um uh, I had, like, a really fo- a really strong focus on tea for quite a while, but I can't remember oolong tea. There's another one, too. There's there's tons of different teas out there, though, like, I'm really interested, like, there's tons of benefits to the, to the I mentioned the reishi mushroom, chaga mushroom, tons of health benefits to the, to the mushroom teas, to the fungus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big green tea fan myself. I don't really like black teas very much. The only thing I use black tea for is in my kombucha when we're making kombucha. And then um, um, green tea is my favorite. And then different herbal teas. There's tons of different herbal teas for, for health benefits. I try to stay away from the black tea because of the caffeine. There is green tea. There is caffeine in green tea, but it's a different type of caffeine. And it doesn't seem to bo- like, doesn't bother me personally. The black tea is similar to a coffee and it like makes me feel jittery and uncomfortable. So... That's just my personal opinion. But uh, when it comes back to, so we are talking about vitamin D and getting enough vitamin D from the sun, but probably supplementing is a good idea, mostly because people don't spend enough time outside, regardless, like we're inside at a desk under blue light, no less, and which is also detrimental to our mitochondria in our cells. So that's that should be of concern to try to get outside and spend more time outside and then supplementing properly. But when it comes to being outside specifically in the sun, there's there's, like we know, like we know that there's skin cancer out there. That we know that we there's detriments to our health, and not just how it looks or how it how it feels. I talked about that elasticity, but what was that study I was reading? I just posted it in our fitness family group. It was about how more like the more you burn your skin, obviously, the more susceptible you are to skin cancer, and that's always concerning. So one of the things that we try to do is in when we're in LA, like it's all, almost always sunny there, except for June. It's kind of funny I'm not there in June. I'm kind of like haha because they have this thing called they have a month and they call it June. And it's a bit gloomy. Like, it's, well, it's hard to compare it to other places, but it, it, most of the time in LA, like, it's there's a lot of sunshine, there's a lot of blue skies. But June, for whatever reason, at least by the beach, maybe Dave, you could back me up here, or I don't know if it's like that inland, but. By the beach it it's gloomy. I remember we were one of the first summers we were there in June, and we were there for one of the first times we stayed for a, a long stretch. We were there for a month, so two weeks into June and then two weeks into July, and the two weeks into June was like Dorothy was all upset. she's like, "Where's the sun after like a week of cloudiness?" she's like "Where's the sunshine i came to the I came to the beach for sun." <laughs> I was like, okay, relax. But, um, and then we so we started to ask around and they said, well, it's June and it's just normal, usually gloomy here in this month. But then July, August, September, like it's hot and sunny, which is exactly what happened. But when, so when we're there, we try to do different things to avoid, it's a name brand marine layer. It burns off later in the day. And that that's something of interest. And I suppose that's that's not something that happens here in Alberta where, where many of you are watching from. But in, in LA, there's often like a, it's a, it's like a morning haze and I guess I never knew that that it was called marine layer but there's a there's almost like a haze some some often but not every day some days you wake up and it's bright and sunny and you're like oh it's gonna be a hot one today but often we'll go and get our run out we'll go get our runner workout in in the morning especially in the summertime because it gets really hot during the day and there's almost like this there's a like a haze or it's almost cloudy but it's not to it's a marine layer um, but that kind of burns off and then the, the blue skies come out and then the sun comes up and it starts getting hotter and hotter so that's one of the things that you could consider those of you that may be more concerned about a sunburn so it could be gardening for example so gardening actually we share a garden here uh, with a friend in didsbury and and getting gardening done when it's not peak time of of the uh how hot it is for example like getting your gardening done in the morning or later on in the evening you know El- my gosh in alberta the sun stays up till 10 or 11 o'clock at night it's crazy in the in the, i can only compare it to la right now in la it goes down at around 8 8 30 maybe 8 30 might be the latest but here it's it's like 10:30 and then, you know and we go to bed quite early <laughs> so the sun's still up it's a funny experience but uh, but spending time so spending those long hours like if you're gardening or i know a lot of people like oh well it's uh, like like 11 till 3 like that's when the sun is at its hottest peak and that's when we're like going boating or hanging out at the beach which is fine i'm just saying like taking precautions when it's it's hot when when the sun is at its hottest peak is probably something you may want to consider avoiding especially if that especially if that's um skin damage is of concern to you i feel like it should be concerned all of us and don't get me wrong i'm not saying never go out like never go out in the from from 11 to 2 for example or i think it's it's really the hottest from noon to three or four but avoiding your like it would be a good idea to go spend some time from 10 to 1 let's say instead of from noon to four <laughs> or from two or three to five you know spend your time outside or in this like if it's hot out if it's direct sunlight no shade i'm talking about spend your spend an hour or two or a half hour and then you could even slowly increase um it's funny when we had we have family that used to go to hawaii and they would always get a they would always go tan, suntanning. my gosh stay away from the sun tanning beds <laughs> <laughs> that's another subject. But they would go to the tanning beds before they would go to their trip to Hawaii, which is understandable to a, a degree because then you don't get that instant sunburn. <clears throat> but I don't recommend tanning beds. I think that probably does more damage than <laughs> sunburn. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a good tip. And just being conscious of the sunshine and the damage that it can do, but instead of spending your time. So when we, so that's, a, that's what we do. Like when we're, when we spend time at the beach, we try not to be out there from noon to four, like exclusively. And it happens sometimes, but if it, if it does happen, we we'll wear sleeves, a hat, and sunglasses. If we know we're going to be in the sun for a few hours, because there's AVP, I'm really hoping it's back this year. It's pro volleyball tournament, which was obviously canceled last year, along with everything else. But, um,. <coughs> When we, we, when we go during the day, it's, it's, it's awesome. They, they, they set up the stands on the beach and they have giveaway free samples and it's, they have announcers and music. It's awesome. And um, But so if we know we're going to go out there at that, at that particular time, we, we, we cover up and we wear hats and sunglasses. And, and then sunscreen is one of them as well. So the, that like banana boat brand. <laughs> so with everything, you have to read the ingredients and you have to understand like though they, these types of companies that produce a sunscreen, in most cases, it's not clean. So you have to go out of your way to find clean ingredients or clean products. You know, what's interesting is that if you look at kids brands or baby brands, those are cleaner. And I, I can never like wrap my head around that. I still don't really understand that. Well, you know, when we have baby like baby food or um yeah, like like baby food is like organic and it's clean and it's like baby food is usually doesn't have tons of it's like just fruit in a jar like mashed up. You can go and buy it. But then as we get older, like I don't know what the adolescence or teen like as we get older and the kids choose different foods or we. We offer the kids different foods it's like the older we get the more toxins they have in the food but it's always interesting to me when i see like baby food and the parents are like so i'm going to give my kid this baby food and it's all clean and then they get a little bit older and they're like "Eh, why don't we try mcdonald's (laughs) and i'm like no no don't do that but if you look at bait like baby not just baby lotion oh my gosh stay away from baby powder (sniffs) did you guys see that johnson johnson getting sued by (laughs) (laughs) I'm only laughing because it's probably not a subject that people want to talk about right now. (laughs) It's so controversial, but they're getting sued for a a lot of money for their baby powder or talc powder. But when it, comes to, when it comes to lotion, like baby lotion, or more particularly sunscreen for babies, that's cleaner, so I'll actually use that. It's not as strong, so you have to look at the, I'm not sure what's called, PFP or whatever it is. You have to look at like the 30 or the 40. I don't really pay much attention to that. I pay attention to the ingredients. So look at the ingredients on the containers, and then there's certain ingredients that we recommend staying away from actually didn't even mean to plug my book but this is detoxify yourself and there's a few ingredients here Uh, in chapter four it says healing oh no chapter two it's what's on the outside that counts so that's page 29 some of you have this book and if you don't you're more than welcome to reach out so we talk about parabens mineral oils fluoride aluminum chloride like these are in all kinds of different there it's in deodorants it's in pharmaceuticals, it's in toothpaste. So you have to find those products that don't have these specific ones, but of course there's more that we should pay attention to. These are just the main ones that I found at the time that I wrote the book. So paying attention to what's in the ingredients and I really like looking at baby types. So I I you know, I really, I don't really like to use sunscreen, to be honest with you, because it's really hard to find clean ones. The one, one of the ones we usually use is the Young Living brand and Dorothy could tell you more about that. Dorothy's a Young Living rep and she, like we look at all the ingredients for everything that we use and they have the cleanest ones that we found, which is why she decided to be a rep in the first place because we're using all their products to begin with. So that was a, a no brainer. So the Young Living brand definitely is something that I would use, but I usually stay away from sunscreen and would prefer to cover up with sleeves or like l- like light, light sleeves, like light sleeves or a hat or glasses. Not all the time. I'm not talking about like if it's, if it's nine, maybe even 10 in the morning, I'm not gonna probably wear sleeves. I'm talking about like actual sun protection. If you're going out in the sun. I, a funny story, I was in Australia and I wore, sl- I, I wore sleeves and I wore um, black sleeves at night and then white sleeves in the, during the, during the day. And one of the guys, one of the guys came over and he's like, why are you wearing sleeves? Aren't you hot? And I was like, no, I'm not. He, he just thought it was, cause not too many people wore sleeves. It seemed like it would be hotter, but it was actually cooler because it kept the sun from directly penetrating my skin. So, and then of course, all that skin damage. There's this one time I was in a I don't know if you remember this, Dave, but I used to get these like little bubbles they were they're almost like blisters i don't know what they were called i don't know what the actual medical name for them was but it was all obviously too much sun exposure and maybe that's when i started wearing sleeves when i was because we were playing like we played for hours like in a baseball game you'd stand out there for two and a half hours and sometimes we would play two or three three or four games on a weekend so you're basically standing out there all day so you have to do have some type of protection but i'm not talking about like early in the morning till 10 like i'm not wear sleeves all the time i'm not always in a sweater if it's hot out or if it's nice out i like to be in shorts and a t-shirt or if it's after four usually after 4 p.m i'm not saying all the time i'm just saying like it's a good idea like sometimes of course sometimes we jump in the ocean at 2 p.m but just pay attention to that to that sun and how hot it's going to be or if you're camping how much sun exposure you're going to have while you're camping or while you're driving your your boats or whatever you guys do on the lakes (laughs) i'm obviously Obviously not a lake person, but there's a lot of things that we can do. But that's all I wanted to talk about today. I just wanted to bring it up that it, just b- bring awareness around like there's serious, not just short term. For me, it's more long term, serious long term health issues. The more our skin gets burned, the more sun exposure. And, and I should say the more over the more overexposure. So, of course, we know that the sun offers tons of benefits, health benefits to us while we are while we're not having overexposed and getting burnt to it. I used to have a friend that always would always burn, she always burn her nose, <laughs> like all the time. And she'd always be like, shoot, I burned my nose again. And I'm like, what do you think that's going to happen like long term? Like What do you think is going to happen in 10 years? And I, like most people think about now, today, this minute, like instant text messages, microwaves, drive that's all we think about. But I think when it comes to our health and looking to the future and considering what may come up later on, may be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a good idea to be like, what's this gonna do to me long-term? That's why I'm like, I had that little pharmaceutical conversation of like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like to me, it doesn't matter what it is. It could like, I don't like taking like Advil. Uh, like I'm like, mm, I don't really want to take that because we don't know what's had that ha- like Like <clears throat> it puts our liver in overdrive. That's why I didn't take that other, I don't even know the name, it started with a T. And I'm like, I've never even heard of this. Why would I take this? So I actually went there, fortunately my insurance paid for, paid for, I think it was like a $60 bottle and ins- I had to pay five bucks. And I looked at it and I like morally, I'm like, nah. And I did some research and looked at some of the side effects and I was like, you know what? I don't want to take that. I'm just going to, I'll take something less extreme, less harmful to my body, less side effects on my liver digestion. And I got by without it. So regardless, whatever it is you're doing, consider long-term effects is what I'm saying, especially right now when it comes to sun exposure. And if you're outside working out, if you're outside enjoying the weather, whatever that looks like, running, boating, gardening, consider what's happening long-term because we all have to deal with that, hopefully, as we get older. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Hope you consider covering up a little bit when it comes to sun and um, and spending a little bit less time in those peak hours, especially when the uh, that offers a bit more danger. <laughs> have a great day, everyone. We'll catch up with you later. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body.